Welcome to The Drop, a podcast about VVNFTs. Enjoy today's show. What is up, VV fam? Thank you so much for tuning in to the very first podcast from The Drop. It's been a long time coming. We've been planning this for some time now. We finally made it to the day. We're in one piece. We've survived the significant market dip that has been happening. And I am here with my co-host, Jackie Moon. I'm so thankful to have him here. Um, Jack, what's up? Yeah, uh, Jackie Moon, a.k.a. Moon Boy, right? So that was one of the very first... um, this is I've received in the the Twitter world from being a little too optimistic on some of the lenticular cards. I, I bought into Goofy at the all time high and said that we haven't even scratched the surface and might have jinxed it. So Moon Boy was probably warranted, but you know it got under my skin at first. But now I've just fully embraced it. Not uh, financial advice. Right? Not financial advice. But hey, so pumped to be here. I'm so glad that Ryan included me in this vision of his. Um, I guess it's a newer vision, right? Because we, we didn't always know where things were going to go. But the second you said, let's do a podcast about this, I was like, sign me up. Just like the second you showed me the VV app, I was like, sign me up. Um, it's you, You've reeled me in and I'm glad to be on this journey so far. So let me ask you, what do you love about VV? Let's dive right in. What do you love about VV? So what brought me into VV was the IPs and what has kept me is the community, right? So the community on Twitter has been incredible. Twitter Spaces, we've met friends in the UK, all the way out in California, um, just some really cool people out there, some OGs and whatnot. So that's what's kept me here. What's pulled me in is, was probably the IPs and just the, the ease of access, right? So with VV, just it immediately connects to the Apple store. You buy some gems and you're, you're off to the races. You're, you're buying some of the coolest collectibles out there in the digital space, um, some incredible NFT projects. And so my very first one, which, I mean, I, I know it was season one, but um, season one, black, black and white Batman, the Becky, right? I, I loved it from the second I saw it. Um, and as everyone here is probably seeing you know we we are marvel fans we've got our collectibles up here marvel and dc we've got our our mugs here so uh cheers to the launch of the drop also shout out to anybody who guessed right on the poll yeah you uh are gonna potentially win a collectible yeah yeah hopefully you guessed right about our our mugs um that could you could reap some rewards from that later um, but yeah, so VV in general, what, what I love most about it is definitely the IPs. They have some of the coolest partnerships out there. So shout out to the VV team for securing all of those. Um, and it's, I, I can't wait to see what's behind some of these other doors and some of the other, uh, IPs and partnerships and licensings that they announce moving forward. What about you, Ryan? So the reason I love VV is because I really believe in like the the broader picture of what it means, right? So for decades, for however long you want to go back, right? Since since IP was introduced in this new format with Marvel and Disney and whatever else, Jurassic Park, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. whatever you want to talk about, right? People collected things, put it on a shelf in the basement. Yep. They put it in their room and they had their friends over and they talked about it and were excited about it. Yeah. And they always wanted kind of the next thing. They're trying to grab the next thing to complete the set. Now, Vivi has created the opportunity for all those people to carry their collectibles in their pocket yeah. wherever they go. Like when I just recently went to Disney, I went to Disney Springs, not Disney World. So I just went to the free version of Disney. <laughs> but... um. I went there and I was like a little kid on Christmas mm-hmm. dropping my Coca-Cola snow globe in front of the Coca-Cola building. That's I was putting cool. like my um, my lenticular cards. Right. I was putting Steamboat Willie on boats. Like 
it was exciting. And to think that we're in a time now where Vivi has created an entirely new market and the way to look at digital assets, I'm huge on that idea. Obviously, in the, in the macro, I'm extremely bullish. Clearly, they have some things to work out on the micro. But that is with any business, any project, anything in the world, you're going to have to work things out and refine it along the way. Right. Especially when it hasn't been done before, right? There has never been a metaverse or a VVverse, right? So there, this, there's no roadmaps out there. There's nothing to copycat. There's nothing to you know mirror and mimic. This is, this is the first. Um, as we've seen with a lot of these collectibles being the very first appearances of them in the digital space as NFTs. And I think that's the coolest part, right? And that's one of the reasons that I was fully on board. Um, after seeing you post the Avengers golden logo on social media, I was like, Ryan, where the heck did you get this NFT? And how can I be a part of this? And I so I guess I corrupted you then, right? Because I was like, hey, this is this app is awesome. It's dropping some of the biggest IPs. And then I know you went in there, you bought a Becky, um, you bought some other things, completed some sets. Like you have a way, he has a way better looking vault than mine. One of these days we'll share them on here in real time. But the, the other thing I would say too, you touched upon the community, right? So the IPs drew you in. Mm -hmm. What has kept you here is the community. And I want to talk about the community real quick because I think it's an extremely important factor that goes into the whole dynamic of Vivi, right? Because any NFT project, what it really comes down to is the community around it, right? Anything that gets legs, anything that is um, long-term, I think is built on that community. And when we have spaces, when we're meeting some of the people we're meeting, when we're having these micro conversations about what's happening in the market and we're forming these relationships and people are becoming more bullish on the project itself, I think we're not even realizing the, the power that, that, that that's gonna have in the long-term game of this whole entire project. Yeah, yeah, really just scratching the surface, right? Um, I mean, like I said, we've met some really cool people, built some really cool and um, great relationships. Some people are extremely knowledgeable out there. And um, I think it, it all goes back to the team too, right? And and why we have faith in this project with David Yu and, and Alfred Kahn. Um, I mean, just two absolute OGs whenever it comes to collectibles, IPs and licensing. And one of the other reasons I was very bullish on uh, Vivi was because right around the time that I saw you posting your Avengers golden moment, I just sold my childhood Pokemon collector set, all my cards for a couple thousand dollars. And I was like, wow, there's still such a huge market and a huge level of interest um, amongst collectors out there for things like this. And I was like, this is the next wave. This is the next era of that. So I'm so happy that we're in here early. And then obviously, Tying Pokemon back to um, Alfred Kahn with, you know, the guy that brought pocket monsters to the U.S. as Pokemon. I'm like, what what better team to get behind than that guy? I think that's a great point. I know people won't like that you said the P word, though, so yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. But I do think eventually it will come to Vivi. But that actually is going to segue me into a, another topic that I want to ask you about. So with coming into Vivi. Right. You we ha we see the the vision. We see the future of it. We see right. the practicality of it playing out in society on a smaller scale, on the micro. What are some of the things that you think they kind of need to work out 
before they really take things to the next level. And the reason I ask you that is because um, shout out to Kay, who we love. I love listening to yeah, Kay. Like Kay's, Kay's the man. I listen to him in spaces. He knows his stuff. Oh, yeah. He's straight to the point. He gives it to you as he sees it. Um, but he was talking about, you know, this isn't verbatim, but the idea that Vivi kind of shot themselves in the foot, per se, by being at, in the market so early. Because now you see like a company like Hero or HOR mm-hmm. coming out and they kind of saw them at where Vivi had mistakes and they refined them in their app. And yep. so now that I'm thinking through, okay, Vivi really is like an OG in this space. What are some of the things that you kind of look at and say, hey, you know, I, I believe this needs to be fixed before we really take things to the next level? Right, yeah, it's it's tough when you're the the one blazing the tra- trail, right? Because again, there's no roadmap for you to follow. You're you're the one molding this this map, and you know, really, you're you're the first in your space. So yeah, they they're definitely susceptible in a few areas where they probably have a few weaknesses. Um, people have studied them right from afar, like you said, with with some of those other platforms, um, Recur, you know, Wax, and and others, and tried to I don't know, not necessarily saying copycat, but you know, they've They've studied their weaknesses and tried to improve there. And um, Vivi, if you look at the numbers, right, they had no idea that they were going to be this successful and this popular whenever they rolled things out, right? At one point, they said that there was never supposed to be a MTL. They were never expecting people to sell their collectibles, right, and be able to cash out. Um, and same thing with some of their growth projections. We hit the five-year growth forecast in year one. That's incredible. That's really cool. And so with that comes a lot of growing pains, you know, maybe with some of the the PR and rolling out, you know, some of these key dates with milestones and the roadmap and some of the other deliverables. So I think the further we get along here, the more refined the team will get, Um, you know, a a few growing pains here and there. But, you know, sometimes you do have to stumble before you can run. And I, I definitely think we'll be up and running at full speed here at some point this year. And that's kind of where I land too, is like, I look at you know, if the product is there, right, Mm -hmm. the product has to be good. We all know the VV product is good. There's, there's loopholes, there's things that need fixed, but the overall product is there, right? So then I look at who's behind the product. I look at David Yu. I look at Alfred Kahn, like you mentioned before, like these two players, there's not many out there that could do it better, have a better understanding of what it means to be a collector and what it means to bring IP into the world. Right. right. Like Pokemon is the biggest IP yeah. ever. Yeah. Uh, I know David Yu is a massive collector, like avid. He that his heart beats for collecting, which when it does come to the business side of things and you do face all the ups and downs that come with business, the thing that's going to get you over all of that is your passion for what you're doing. Yeah. And when I look at David Yu, I see that's passion and he has a heart for this. And that is what makes me excited about it because I know no matter what comes their way, they're going to continue to press forward to make it better and better and better. And that's why, like for me, on the like I said again, on the macro, I'm extremely bullish on this project. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more, Ryan. And you know, it, I think it's their passion, right, that drives us, and, and we're feeding off of their passion, um, just their knowledge and just the excitement of of what's to come because they've already delivered so much. And it just keeps you coming back for more with, you know, the drops, the marketplace and some of these other rollouts and hopefully future utility as well. And that's the other thing, too. We haven't even gotten to utility. Like, 
just for a second, I want to talk about this real quick. The, 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 how premature the market really is, right? How premature the app is, how premature the whole idea is. Like, we are so early in this thing. What I say in spaces all the time, we're in the Atari version of the app right now. Right. We're going to look back in 5, 10, however long it is. We're going to look back and be like, what the heck were we doing in this? Like, it's We're going to be in the Xbox. We're going to be in the mm-hmm. Oculus. We're going to be in a next generation app eventually where if you can make it through some of the growing pains and take the time to do your research, be educated, listen to people that are smarter than you. There's so many people out there. That are way smarter than me. Oh yeah, I just take I the agree. time. That's what, you know, like they say the comment. We're obviously talking a lot because this is a podcast. You're intentionally coming here to talk with us, but you know, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. You should listen twice as much as you talk. Now, clearly, I talk way too much, but I like I, you know, I just get passionate. But nobody sees on the back end. I sit at my computer. And I watch Taps Trades. Oh, yeah. I watch NFT Pirates. I watch my collectibles. I watch Silicon Secure. I watch VG, VV Magic. I watch a lot of these different people who have awesome perspectives on the app in real time talk to me about how they're feeling about things. And not that it's financial advice, but it helps give me a better understanding of, okay, now I kind of know what the next best decision is. Yep. Yep. I completely echo that. And I mean, like, how many times do we send uh, YouTube videos back and forth? I'm like, oh, look what NFT Pirates just said. Or like, oh, there's VV Magic out in uh, actually in Disneyland, you know, they just posted some microphones, microphones next to the uh, the golden moments right in the actual park. You know, what does this mean for for our collectibles? Are they going to be adding some utility here? So, yeah, definitely a lot of. A lot of studying, a lot of listening, a lot of researching on on the back end, so that hopefully we can you know bring some cool ideas, some some new knowledge, and just some uh, you know add, add our perspective to everything at the end of the day. So I want to segue into this idea of okay. So we recently, so you and I joined the app. I joined early October. That's when I bought my first NFT. My first NFT was a Zombie Hunter Spider Man for ninety nine dollars. I saw it hit a high of around five hundred during the pump in January, mm-hmm. and then it just plummeted again. Um, thinking about through all that, I come in early October. Now I'm here in March. Right, we're going into April. In January. I personally bought a lot. Yep. I was, I was, I, that was the first pump I ever experienced. I was new to it. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to, I was FOMOing into a lot of things. It's hard not to. Yeah. And so, you know, I bought a lenticular car for 600 bucks. The floor, that's what, a 200 right now? Mm-hmm. Something like that. It could change. We don't know. But I was FOMOing into a lot. So, but the one thing that I didn't get frustrated about which I think a lot of people make the mistake of is you should not be spending money that you can't afford to lose, right? And people get scared that they're using their money that they put food on the table with. Right. Since some of these collectibles, we're in a volatile market at the end of the day. We have no idea what's going to happen. And so I took a step back and I said, okay, clearly I'm not going to do that again. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. I wasn't scared because I believe in the end product. And now I'm more educated in understanding, okay, now when the next pump comes, which it will, I'm maybe sell a little bit earlier, or I don't buy as much on the upswing as much as buy where we're at now. So that is all to preface with the market the way it is and what you've experienced since coming to the app. 
what are your major takeaways or what what's your summary or synopsis of what that means? Yeah, and similar to what you were saying, Ryan, like hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? And I'll echo that a little bit more with why I'm very bullish and just willing to ride this out regardless of, you know, how bad the drops get and, and so forth, you know, with prices falling at times like the slump we're in right now. So back in 2015, I was very new to crypto and I had bought a couple Bitcoins, uh, three Bitcoins and, you know, bought that under a thousand, wrote it up to like 2,500, sold because I had no idea what Bitcoin was. And I was like, this is fool's gold. And then I put in into Ethereum and I had 75 Ethereum back then, which I, I wish I had today, but nope, you know, I rode that up a little bit, sold it because again, I had no idea what Ethereum was. And so this time around, I'm like, you know, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. But here we are, I guess third time around. So third time's a charm, but you know, regardless of how bad the lows get and how glorious the highs get, um, I plan on just, you know, holding on to everything. Hopefully I do sell some things at the highs, right? Because it's, it's always good to take profit in my opinion, not financial advice, but, um, you know, because there's going to be bigger and better things to come, right? So maybe selling some of those gems for a future drop or a future big IP that they release could be a, a great idea. And similarly to you, um, you know, I bought a couple of things at December that are still up quite a bit, but similarly with the uh, lenticular cards, specifically Goofy, which I was called Moonboy for, um, bought that at the all-time high and it's not looking so hot right now. But again, I, I don't plan on selling similar to what I had done with my cryptocurrency. I'm, I'm here for the long term because, um, you know, this is a five year, 10 year, 20 year roadmap. And I can't wait to see where the future takes us. And, um, you know, during lows like the market with where we're at right now, um, I plan on consolidating, building up some of my collectibles, stacking where possible. And then, yeah, when it, whenever I see them rise and maybe I'm at a 2x, a 5x or a 10x, and if I have a couple stacked, 100% plan on selling, you know, one, one or two off to, um, you know, just kind of leverage my position and, and, you know, safeguard my gems. So I want to ask you real quick or even touch on this topic of learning the market, right? So one of the great quotes that you said and I think you pulled it from someone or you might have come up with it on your own. And if you did, this is genius. But it's not timing the market. It's time in the market. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, I definitely did not come up with that. I, I wish I had, but it's been around for a bit. But yeah, right. It's it, I mean, especially you and I, Ryan, like I, I don't consider myself an analytical genius. I'm not looking at all the candlesticks on the charts with crypto prices and things like that, nor can I really decipher them right now, at least. I, I hope I can educate myself a little bit more on that at some point. Um, but that's why, you know, even with just retirement in the real world with, um, you know, 401ks and savings, it's, you know, time in the market is so valuable just because more times than not, at least with those assets, you know, they have a track history of rising. And that's exactly what I see here as we get more users to come in, um, hopefully more utility in the future, more exposure. We haven't really even had any marketing yet. It's been 100% organic. So as we continue to move forward here um, with some of these additional rollouts and, and projects and milestones from the VV team, I think time in the market will be key rather than timing the market. Um, again, because it, it's so hard to pinpoint exact dates when things are gonna be released, right? We see gem, um, gem squeezes whenever certain IPs and new drops are announced. And it really can't predict that unless you have some insider knowledge. So that's why we're, we're here for the long term, riding this out 
And, you know, yeah, yeah there's going to be some dark days, but hey, there, there's never a rainbow at the end without rain first, right? Very wise. I love it. Um, one of the things that I was thinking about, too, with the time in the market thing, right? So I just came in. The, re- the way I came in is I saw somebody talking about VV on TikTok, and he said, Disney is releasing their very first NFTs on this platform. Immediately, I got off of TikTok, went and downloaded it, and I was like, holy smokes, this is this is legit. And so Disney was just starting to launch their golden moments. I think they came out with uh, Homer and Bart. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. So I was trying to learn it. I was looking up stuff on Reddit. I was That's when I was finding all my people on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I started following Sam Ellis NFT on yeah. Twitter, who's awesome. Um, and so I started getting into it. And then... I see, like, I start to try to understand, okay, they drop for 60 bucks. This thing is getting sell, sold out like crazy quick. They go to the secondary market and they're like 500, Yep. you know, 600. Especially if you get a great rarity, right? I mean, yeah. they usually range from common, uncommon, rare, ultra rare, and secret rare. So if you get a secret rare, especially like a comic, right, which I haven't secured yet, yeah. you you just secured the bag and, more and, times than not. And that's what's cool about the golden moments is they kind of took a different take on them because they did common and rare. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I'm looking at this and this goes back to time in the market. When I first got there, I said to myself, man, like 300, 400, 500 bucks. Like that's a lot for an R, a gold statue of R2-D2. Right. That's a lot for a gold statue of C-3PO. Mm-hmm. That's a lot for an Elsa. Yeah. Now I look back and I'm kicking myself saying, why didn't you buy six of these, 10 yeah. of these, 15 of these? And right, could hindsight is- the floors. Yeah, could have, yeah, hindsight is twenty twenty. Now I look at like, Kind of, and this is why I'm so bullish on Pooh Bear right now. Like I just changed my PFP to Pooh Bear. Like I made this little, um, I copied the Doodles. I just want to shout that out. I copied their IP, but I figured, oh, Pooh Bear would make a great Doodle, so I called it a Poodle. Love it. <laughs> but um, to go back to that, like I look at the Duo set now as my second chance, and so, but that's only I only have that opportunity because of time in the market. I would have no idea to buy Pooh Bear and be excited about it at this time in the market if I just came in. Right. Because I would have nothing to reference it off of. Yeah, right, some some bumps and bruises along the way and now you're wiser and you're a, a better collector and a better investor for it, right? It, it's I'm really not wise, you. I'm wiser, but I'm not wise. Right, wiser, <laughs> and neither of us are wise, <laughs> yeah. but we're, we are wiser and, and every day that goes by, right, we add a little bit of knowledge to that to that bank of ours. And I think that's that's one of the cool things too. Like we were in a spaces earlier and we were just talking about, um, you know, like I use the example sometimes, you know, every once in a while I'll go to the, go to the casino and I'll have a drink. Me and my wife will hang out. I'll sit at the blackjack table. I'll pull 40 bucks, 60 bucks out. Right. And once I get up to a hundred or once I get up to 120, she's like, cash out, like take the profit. You know what I mean? Like, don't let the house win. Right. And I'm like, Chris, I've only been here for five minutes. Like, I want to enjoy my time. Yep. So then I'll walk away in an hour or so, playing back and forth. I'll walk away in an hour or so, and I'll completely lose all the money. But here's what I'll say. I had a lot of fun playing. So that's another reason why I love VV is like, I just love playing in the market. I love playing with my collectibles. I love seeing the way it's evolving. In doing all the everything we're doing with the community, 
and seeing the way literally people's lives are being changed because they're in BV. Yeah. Like how many people's lives right now are being changed because of BV? We don't talk about that much, but it's really happening in real time. And I think that deserves to be celebrated. Yeah, especially some of the OGs, right, that were able to stack those Rizzos, the partner statues, the Todd, Todd's, <laughs> the Donnies, right? Uh, you know, some of those just incredibly rare and sought after pieces because they were first appearances, first editions, right? Which the longer we go on here, we realize the importance of those, hence the uh, second set of the the duo's golden moments, you said, right? With like Pooh and Piglet, um, who else do we have in there? Timon and Pumbaa, right? Absolutely love the Lion King, I mean... It, it's so cool what was included in that set and having a second chance, right, to hopefully change our lives for the better and at the very least, you know, pass along some of these collectibles to, um, you know, our kids and, and so forth. But, no, yeah, the community is so cool. Again, we, we talked about the team a little bit, um, and it's, it's, it's very exciting to see where things are headed as they continue to grow and expand everything. Um, from a collector standpoint, the comics, uh, the lenticular cards, and whatever new categories really they start releasing here with utility and um i like most recently some of the updates they did with the cars right the the delorean with making it drivable um we'll see if that happens with the the aston martin or not um with all all of the all of the models with that being that a couple are static um but no it's, it's cool and i think one of the biggest regrets i had you talking about some of those golden moments was superman i was telling you for a while texting you daily saying ryan should i buy superman at 1000 right should i buy it at 1200 and then the one morning I'm curious, i woke up i can't remember what did i tell you to do <laughs> i think you told me to buy it and i was like oh, i don't know i don't know and then i wake up one morning in january after that massive pump and it's at like 4000 and i'm like well that one slipped through my fingers and it, it's still been kicking me ever since but and oh here's well. a here's the last thing we're going to encourage you with and th- this is just an intro to this podcast we're going to be talking about so much on here right we have so much to discuss there's new things happening in the market every day there's in this is evolving every day so there's always going to be a new topic that we're going to go through this and this is an intro but one of the cool things too is there's still so much opportunity for you out there and like learn from your mistakes right right like think about now next time you you kind of feel a pump coming or you're anticipating it ride it up a little bit sell it off get liquidity and now on the next time it dips you can pour it that into some of the things you missed out on like as you move through this market in mm-hmm. this cycle and we learn more and more and more you're going to make better decisions like that and before you you know you might be sitting on 10,000 20,000 50,000 $100,000 worth of liquidity right. for all these future drops and in different things on the market and whatever it may be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Take, you know, what you learned and, and apply it to your future opportunities. And, you know, like you were saying with things in the market, um, you know, study the market, study your vault and your collectibles, right? Look at those IPs and where do they stack up compared to maybe other IPs. And at the end of the day, you know, make sure it's something you're passionate about and like you like that genre or you like that, um, you know, you like that IP, you like that character, what whatever it might be. Um study the drop system, right? There's a lot of videos out there showing you how to mastermind and craft your your skills around securing drops. And that's something that I wasn't successful with until recently, right? Because drops are such a big part of the app, especially if you can secure, right? Like a, you're lucky enough to get a secret rare comic on the draft. 
drop. That's that's massive. And I think that's part of the reason why we named our podcast The Drop, right? Because there's such an adrenaline rush around the drop and securing it. And I mean, right here, right now, my adrenaline is flowing. And I'm so <laughs> happy that this is finally here. I just want to thank uh, real quick the community, right? I want to thank all the people we do spaces with. You got Garlic Shrimp, you got DK, you got Crypto Cam. I want to thank like Sam Ellis. He was the first person that I followed on Twitter that I love his perspective and his balanced take on the market. Mm -hmm. He's very realistic, but he's positive, right? He's productive. Right. Very Um, optimistic. Yep. Very knowledgeable. I want to shout out like Taps Trades, NFT Pirates, Silicon Secure, VV Magic. um, My collectibles. My collectibles. Without my collectibles, I would not hold a single collectible in my vault. I was not in. Single comic. I'm sorry. Single comic. Yep. Yep. Thank you for that, Ryan. Um, I was not into comics before this, right? But it has turned me into a a comic reader and a comic collectible. So definitely a big shout out to, to my collectibles. I want to say too, just real quickly, there's something to say that you never collected a comic before. And now you're trying to collect comics. Yeah. Like, not to mention that this app is actually creating collectors. Right. I think that's another thing that we tend to miss is it's actually getting people excited to be a collector in and of itself. Yeah. You don't have to be a collector coming into the app, but you see the way it functions. You see its accessibility. You see the way it plays out in the real world. And you look at it and you say, you know what? I'm going to become a collector. And I think that's another thing that we should celebrate. So with that being said, that is the intro to the drop. It's me and Jackie Moon, aka Moon Boy, with his uh, goofy secret rare lenticular <laughs> card at the massive high. So uh, he's going to be trying to wait that out to see if he can flip that over. But I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I want to thank you for all the support on Twitter. We're going to still be doing giveaways. We're going to be doing some fun things. Also, I want to mention too, if you can guess, all you guys on YouTube and that are listening on the podcast, we have two mugs right now, and you guys clearly know which mugs we, we had. We did a poll on that. Now, let's take it one step further. Yep. If you can guess in the comments what me and Jack are sipping on in our mugs, and it has to be the specific answer, yep. right? The specific type of beverage. Right. So it can't be like tea, coffee, beer. It has to be, you know... A specific type of coffee. Yeah. Specific is type it of Starbucks. Tea? Is it Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah. You know, if it's I don't know, is it Coca Cola? Is it Sprite? Um, is it white wine? Is it red wine? Is it you know Miller Light? Is it maybe a little Jack and Coke? I don't know. Jackie Moon, Jack and <laughs> Coke. <laughs> but uh, if you can guess what we're sipping on, then and drop that in the comments. We're gonna give you and transfer you a collectible. Right. Yep. So guess that in the comments. Um, Give us a subscribe. Give us a like. Share this. Um, We love talking about this stuff. We're going to be back next week. And Jack, you want to close us out? Yeah. Yeah. It's a you know, hey, it's a it's a shot in the dark with what we're drinking, but we're we're hopeful hopeful that there's one lucky winner out there. And I will see you guys on the moon. So signing off here from Moon Boy, aka Jackie Moon. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Appreciate you all. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Please make sure to subscribe, share, and rate the podcast. We'll see you next week.